2: We're back at it here at the Weekly Pass, speaking about NHL awards, NBA awards, everything all awards, right? And we got the NBA draft. All that and more on the Bonnie and Weekly Pass. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan
0: discussion, After Buzz TV. And now... Let the buzz begin. I'm a champion. Check the numbers. I'm a champion. Can't sleep oh, on I like the boy it. Yeah. That logic in the house. <laughs> Who's this, Logic? Yeah, Logic. So, okay. Go check them out. Go look them up. Mm-hmm. You'll like it. These yeah. two are like
2: into like. You like it. I'm all always Who is this? Yes, Logic. <laughs> <laughs> good Welcome rap. back to the Weekly Pass. I'm Bonnie Joe Laughlin, and we are back. Sorry I missed last week. I was sick, and I'm still a little out of the weather, but I'm so glad my fabulous co hosts were able to take over, and uh you guys had a good time. We, we, had, a lot, we had a lot to mm-hmm. talk about. So much oh. to talk about this week, but we missed you last week. Yeah, but we it's... were we were like two little baby dears without our mama. <laughs> but it was good. I thought you did great. I was in bed watching y'all, and it oh, was bed. fantastic. And you um, went to the NHL awards. I
3: did. I talk did.
2: Us, you know, through all of that, because you know, some people may not know. You know, NBA sure. awards just happened last night as well. What you know, instead, you know, of just doing the ESPY awards. Now the each sport is kind of doing their own mm-hmm. type of awards to celebrate. You know, rookie of the year, MVP, kind of you know having their own platform.
3: Exactly. Yeah, we I went to Vegas last Wednesday and was able to just take in the entire event. I had the honor of interviewing. You look pretty, Ovi. Oh my goodness, how excited were you? Okay, so how this went down
2: really quick. Yeah, you tell people when you're on a red carpet, isn't it? it Isn't like they're going to stop at every single person. You have to be like calling their name out. You almost are like kind of like a weird stalker. Yes. Okay. So (laughs) here's. So we were.
3: Thank God, we were third. On, like, this was a huge, huge red carpet. I mean, it, it, was, it was a huge L. It was long. So I, we were the third outlet. It was NHL Network and then Washington. Oh, you had a good position. Great position. So we were uh, NBC Washington was right next to us. Well, of course, Ovi was talking to... There's oh, Kobe. I, that's um, U-G's, Ovi was talking exactly to Washington. Right. So his publicist was standing next to me. I was like, hey, do you mind? And I just kind of like... Peppered that a little bit, and and, um, he was incredible and was able to kind of usher O.V. to me after he did
2: Washington, and he was so generous. You don't want to be at the end of the press line because the guys start getting Mm -hmm. annoyed, and they just want to walk through. Well, he was one. You know, they don't care.
3: Absolutely. uh, Our outlet was one of three that he spoke with, so that was just enormous, and I I was not able to talk to him about – Anything coaching related. So the Barry Trott situation, none of that. So that kind of was stinky because I wanted to ask him how is the team going to how's the momentum going to shift you know what i'm saying right. like, with now losing your head coach and you now have this momentum of the Stanley Cup how are you guys going to prepare this summer i wasn't allowed to ask any of that so mm. i asked him what he was going to do with the cup um he gets two days with it which is kind of nice what is but, he doing uh, with he's going to. he's actually going to take it to uh, let his mom enjoy it which I thought was so <laughs> oh, cute wow that's <laughs> not so what I can, that's cute i know so you guys can catch <laughs> the interviews on my youtube page and also i mean they're all over the place but um yeah the he oh, was he, he was incredible i got um, to interview Kopi. And uh, Yeah, yeah who, oh else gosh, was, so who
2: else was there that would be, um, I don't know, anyone else that's notable? Yes. And maybe it's people that snubbed and didn't go. Of
3: course. Uh, well, Andre Kopitar, Jonathan Quick was there, but he did oh. not walk the carpet. So Jonathan oh. Quick won the award for um, least, fewest goals again. So that was pretty okay. amazing. There's Patrice Bergeron from the Bruins, an open incredible eyes, player. Open your eyes, <laughs> your I know, right? <laughs> I look at his wife in the background. She does not look happy. Oh, She's she looks like, so mad. Um, but... The other thing, too, is, you know, these wives that came with them just look like they want to be anywhere but there. But Ovi's wife was just adorable. But Taylor Hall. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah, she, that's his six-month girlfriend. He was so cute. He's like, I've been with her for six months. Oh, he talked more about oh, her wow. than his award. It was adorable. <laughs> but, um, no, so he, Ta- Taylor Hall won his Heart Most Valuable Player Award. So he, he was stellar. Victor Hedman was there. Oh, my gosh, you guys, so many. Pecorine was there. Derek Englen was there. There's me with Jason Zucker from the Minnesota Wild. They actually posted it on their Instagram, so that was kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we, I don't know, we had such a good time. I was able to talk to literally did everyone. You get, did to you get everyone? Yes, Pecorine Perfect. was the only one. I'm bummed about that because he was the Vezina Trophy winner. Right. But um, just everyone was so gracious, and it's funny because we watch these players, and they're fierce on the ice. They're just oh, yeah. devils, and they were so polite, so gentlemanly. Generous with you know my questions and it just was really wonderful. But Vegas, the the thing of the evening was Vegas, 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 Vegas. won best GM, Uh, the Jack Adams Coach of the War Coach of the Year award went to uh, Jerry Gerard, and then oh my gosh, so this was one of my favorite things. The Mark Mezier Leadership Award is for essentially a player that exemplifies leadership on and off the ice. Well, Derek Engelin from the Vegas Golden Knights won. Okay. He's the first player that has never worn the sea. And let's remember, too, that Vegas does not have a... We took it all.
0: We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become
2: senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass
3: captain so we're possibly looking Mm. at the birth of the vegas gold knight's new captain so that was a really cool moment of the night but yeah it was all all about vegas obviously did all the gold knights show up just because it was in vegas several of them did actually the only people that really walked the carpet were the nominees. Which was interesting. Okay. We did have a couple celebrities. Uh, Wonder like Woman, Linda, I don't know her last name. But... Oh, I thought
2: you were gonna say Gal Gadot. I'm all no, obsessed yeah. with her. No, I'm like, That's the huge. original Wonder Woman was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got
3: to interview her. Um, and then Jeff Belushi, who was okay. quite tipsy, so that was not my best <laughs> interview. I'm not gonna lie. Um, But yeah, he was a little interesting. Uh, But yeah, we've got.
2: Did they uh, do a lifetime achievement award or any kind of um, awards for people who do things off the ice that are you know in community service? Because that's what the NBA does as well. They do. They do.
3: And also the. Ma'am, I'm sorry, my heart's just like beating because the Humboldt Broncos, the Wait, survivors I saw that. were they, there. They were there and I'm getting they, chills. And then
2: they put them up on the stage. Yes, and so with, many of the players. With the NHL players as yes, well.
3: Yes, yes, and that was just such a story of the night. But they actually came on the carpet and I, my hands were just like shaking. They did it go on the carpet. You're just looking at this team and the, their coach won the community leader award. Oh, okay. I mean, there's just, oh, wow. they were giving back and all the players were acknowledging them when they won their award. That just and, makes the night. Just that yeah I mean you know? how can you not see that yeah. and see that team see the survivors and just not feel like
2: life is just so precious and look at what right. they're doing that's to nice back. that the NHL extended that invite mm-hmm. to them
3: yes 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 and so them. yeah really powerful night great interviews great time just like I said just really generous with you know their time you know what I mean like right. mo- most I feel like when you're on red carpets they want to just get through and their publicists want to get them through I was able to talk to PK Subban who just Actually, was honored with the cover of the 2019 NHL. Oh, game. nice! Yeah. So that was pretty amazing. PK was PK was funny, but uh, yeah, you know, just ah, we could play a little snippet of the award here and see if we can That'll get a. Be piece nice heard. to meet you, Becky. Oh, there from we go. TV yeah. pleasure. He Congratulations! He was I was so sobbing. <laughs> Forty-four years watching yeah. you raise that cup was just the most unbelievable moment. Now we can shout out it to his publicist. In background Enjoy there. tonight. <laughs> now, what are you going to do with your cup on your day? Everybody's dying to know.
1: Uh, it's a good thing I have a two days oh, two days, a two yeah, days is so unheard of, um, of
3: also you guys uh, usually you get one day as a so player he deserves uh, to I will yeah.
0: know the plan I will know he's so serious I know. <laughs> <You> <laughs> that's the, the thing
3: all almost all of them when you watch these interviews the, the players were, were just so uh, subdued great. and, and you're used to seeing so them this, with just so much passion team, fire, so. so close together how do you take the momentum of this into next season I know you're going to be enjoying it this summer but how do you step up your game next season after winning the Stanley Cup finally <laughs> yeah, um, I think Osh said uh, it's back to back, you know. And um, I wish I was able to ask him about that question. Theory, yeah, because yeah, I just, like uh, I said, I want to know. That's a huge shakeup, and then also, you the know, we knew game. we know that he's been traded now, or he's now with the Islanders, which is going to be right. huge because the Islanders are on par to be doing some good things, and then Matthew won the. The um, rookie of the year, there, the Calder Trophy. Trophy. I think that we have a picture of that somewhere. But yeah, there's there's just so much happening with the Islanders. I can't wait to see what happens with them. How many mm-hmm. years
2: have they been doing the NHL awards? Because for the NBA, this is only the
0: yeah, second done season. Two years of the NBA awards. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, no, this is like it's fairly new. I'll have to look yeah. that up. But yeah, th- this is not this hasn't been around for a long time. So.
2: Now fans get to come to this? Yeah. Oh they yeah. do. So, they had a huge okay, so that's different than NBA yeah, no, or or NHL awards. Honors. Oh my god. Yeah, an NHL yeah, no, Honors this as well is Huge fan red carpet. So
3: basically the way it wow. laid out is they did the red carpet with us the media, then they went through this door and it was, was this Was that T-Mobile or where was it at? Uh, no, it was at the Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah, so oh. they, had, they had, like, combining rooms. Oh, that's a rooms. small
2: venue, though. Yeah,
3: it was fairly okay. small, but the, the fans were electric, and then Kopi got to, or not Kopi, I'm sorry, Ovi got to walk through with the, the cup. And I was going to say, the cop cool. was, was there, obviously. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I I have so many selfies and pictures of that thing, but it, it was such an electric night, and yeah, they really involved the fans quite a bit into it, so. And the players all signed autographs, and like oh, I said, great. you can go on their Instagram and just see everything that they, they were doing, so. Really special. We've got the free agency coming up July 1st. So, again, we're going to... What do you think about Tavares? How do you think that's going to land? Tavares,
0: God. I mean, I definitely think Trotz signing with the Islanders yeah. helps. Yeah. I mean, he wants a coach that went and won a Stanley Cup. Right. You got one. Yeah. Like, there you go. I mean, what player wouldn't want that? Right. And I think the Islanders, you know, they're poised to do a lot of good things. Sure. So, I definitely think that's a reason to stay. Yeah. But, you but know... But the
3: talk of the free agency is, is definitely Tavares. They want to know what's happening mm-hmm. with him, so... Yeah, we're going to see what's happening with that. Kovacek uh, also signed with the LA Kings. That is huge. Russian player, 2018 Olympics MVP. Go Kings. That so. is going to be huge for the Kings. So Kolvachek's on a three-year with them. So much news. Yeah.
2: Well, switching to award season, yeah. sort of mm-hmm. speaking, the NBA had their awards last night. And uh, I think a lot of it was pretty much a given, like yeah, you kind of know. And including. it's funny because they're saying that some of the guys weren't sure if they won or not. But I was told they already kind of know who's gonna win because then they know not to show up or show up except Mm. for rookie of the year which has been you know something somewhat controversial all season long because as we know ben simmons won but is he really a rookie you know Mm -hmm. that's the big talk is he was out his first real rookie year i guess you want to call like a red shirt type of thing right where he got injured and then now he wins it and dominates in his sophomore type season. And so,
0: okay. I don't know if, so I don't
2: know if you saw but Donovan Mitchell, we have a picture of it. He showed up in a car, which I thought was hilarious. Was it the... Uh, it's his rookie. The
0: rookie car? <laughs> <laughs> and rookie car, I don't know. I just thought sweatshirt. it was
2: funny because it's like, kind of, he's actually kind of digging at the fact that he, you know, kind of feels like he's the real, you know, rookie. And, you know, being said that Ben Simmons did, I mean, like I said, he I did, you know, dominate and he had 12 triple doubles. I mean, he passed Magic Johnson, you know, kind of a big deal. Yeah. And Oscar Robertson is the only person who he, you know, is number one in that. But I thought it was just kind of crazy. I mean, his S- Simmons had 21, he averaged 21, uh, 15.8 points from the field, 8.1 boards, 8.2 assists in his rookie year. Not, 15, not, not, not eight too, not too and bad. 8.
0: which is <laughs> first year injured, first year actually playing the game. Right. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. But there
2: is, you know, there is that well, we've been going back and forth. I mean, Beck, you remember the beginning mm-hmm. we of the show? We started talking about, you know, our first show, you know, rookie of the year, like yeah. Ben Simmons or Donovan Mitchell, you mm-hmm. know, or even like there were talks about Jason Tatum, you know. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot, but. There is always going to be, I feel like, that asterisk of like, oh, were really, you really a rookie? Yeah, you should see, like, mm. from the league, mm. from the players really, to though. executives. Yeah. Who would you like to have seen, especially win Donovan Mitchell? So, yeah. a lot of people. Oh, well, Donovan think, Mitchell.
0: You know? Donovan Mitchell, I think, definitely deserves, like, a lot of praise. Right. I definitely, I mean, he was second. I mean, he definitely deserves for what he did, for right. where he was picked, and what he's done with that team. I know Quinn Snyder was nominated for Coach of the uh-huh. Year, but Donovan Mitchell pretty much, Almost single-handedly, I know we had like guys like O'Bear and Inglis, mm-hmm. but it was really him taking that team. But then again, he just couldn't match up to who, by NBA rule, is a rookie. Right by rule, and NBA rules also give the awards. So by rules, yeah. Ben Simmons wins Rookie of the Year right. easily. Even though, I mean, if you because you have to look at them at rook, as right. rookies, <laughs> and if you look at them as rookies. Ben Simmons wins. If you right. don't... And you look at Ben Simmons, a, I mean, his size,
2: um, his, the way he handles the ball and his speed, I mean, he's pretty badass, you know, but you look at Donovan Mitchell and he did fill a great role, you know, in Utah as, you know, especially he didn't really hit a wall, you know, which is very, no. you know, rare. Normally, rookies hit a wall. So, I, I mean, again, like I'm just trying to stir the pot, but it is interesting to see, yeah. you know, what people are saying in the NBA that they do not feel that this was a true rookie. Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, but I mean it's it's just it's a real tough debate because if you go by what the law says mm-hmm. or what the rules say then yeah, Ben Simmons is a rookie, he deserves right. the award. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go by and I think that's just kind of the debate for both sides. Well, Doderovic you can say, "Oh, this was his first year, he obviously right. deserves right. it." Ben Simmons side you can say, which I firmly am on is that Ben Simmons technically is a rookie. He did not play basketball last year for yeah. the Philadelphia 76ers yeah. As this is his first technical season right. playing basketball, as it's his first season as a rookie, right? Only season as a rookie because you mm-hmm. can't have a second season as a rookie. I shouldn't have said that. Because I'm like with you. That, to come that, at me like that. No,
2: I'm with you on it. I just think there's a. If you look on social media, a lot of people, and it's not just Jazz fans. A lot of people are upset with the fact that people they feel like, like Donovan like Mitchell. Even, yeah, they do. they love them, and you look at you know the flip side. There's a couple kind of, you know a bunch of little things that I thought were interesting with the NBA awards. So Joanne Casey, who was the coach of the oh, Toronto Raptors, God. I thought it was a little uncomfortable <laughs> speech. I mean, because yeah. I don't know if you no, if that's you saw, all. Of it but he's oh. like, it was funny because he goes, so I don't know if you all know, but I was fired. fired. Yeah, <laughs> and the way he said it was like a little bit of a dig. Oh right? sure, but at the same time, you know, it's just interesting. I think personally that he's the one who won.
0: I, just because
2: <laughs> of every, all the dynamics and everything. It just, I
0: thought. I, just, I think I, I, it's he, I hear his Coach
2: of the Year, but I got fired. It's like this weird oxymoron. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And
3: I, I mean, I think in the background, too, the Raptors, you know, are obviously like, uh. Yeah.
2: Did we mess up? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I just wonder. Yeah, so, you did, and Raptors. And so if people who don't know for the NBA Awards, what they do is everyone has tables and each team gets a table. So I don't know if you saw. So Joanne Casey sitting like at that table, the Raptors. But do you know what I mean? Yes. It was just the whole
0: thing. He's not like, on the Raptors anymore. Yes. He got fired after right. leading them to the best record in the East and winning Coach of the I Year. I mean, yeah.
3: I guess no. That's pretty epic though to win Coach of the Year under that circumstance. I mean, that's the
0: biggest middle finger to the Raptors. Yeah. Right. I think they're so middle fingers. Yeah. I
2: know. How? Okay, you got to admit, Bill Ball Russell move. giving yeah. the finger to Charles Barkley was <laughs> hilarious. No, that's that's not it. That's another time. But well, he just um, yeah, he likes to do that. That just shows that he likes to do it. But <laughs> oh, that was so amazing. amazing. But Bill Russell gives Charles Barkley the finger, and then mm-hmm. later he put on Twitter, "Hey, I didn't know we're on live TV, but right. I can't help myself when I see Charles yeah, Barkley. Yeah, said if I to see Chuck the fi- I what I gotta wanna, do. I just want to give him the finger. So good. There it is. There it yeah. is. So, it so good. <laughs> oh, God. But look at his face. He's like, I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh man, there were some good moments
2: for sure. Um, but yeah, that's you know it just thing something that you know mm-hmm. people are going to talk about is like you know Dwayne Casey like gets coach of the year but fired, yeah. and there's so many other coaches that who people votes? wonder Brad like Steve, who, who you know pick, Brad chooses? Stevens possibly could have been. You know I, I think Brad he was, Stevens. Brad. It. I actually think he would have been the best sure. pick personally. And then you look at like oh you know Coach Lou or Coach right. Kerr who are in the finals, they don't even get nominated. You know, there's so many different factors that go into the the entire season. Are these fan votes? Who picks coach of the year? No, they've got, you know, everything from the executives to media. That's how NHL is. Yeah, it's very. It's kind of a everything. Conglomerate. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. When it comes, like, Mm -hmm. percentages of what they grow, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll say, like, oh, you're the fan vote. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, the GMs never, in hockey
3: vote on the Vezina, the best goaltender. And right. you, you always kind of think, uh, eh, eh, I don't know if I, feel, if I agree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, okay, so we got MVP James Harden. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. Of course, of course. Yeah. So all season long we've known, you know, he's just been dominating. Mm-hmm. But, again, and me, of you know, all people, um, LeBron James is always in the conversation with MVP. And mm-hmm. a lot of people said he should have won because mm-hmm. taking the team to the NBA playoffs under turmoil – that you know there's so many factors what is the mvp you know is it you know what i mean is it like making your team better is it being able to carry the whole team on your back is it individual statistics yeah. like yeah. what is it i mean and I, you know i don't have the answers for that but it, you know well, what I mean. But I it's mean, interesting to
0: first to of see all see how
2: it you know panned out yeah
0: first of all mvp not playoffs i understand yes. that he but is it funny how people playoffs. but is yes. it funny
2: how so many people don't know They'll say, like, wait, it should be, you know. It's not playoffs. It I should, It, it should be LeBron James, and they'll, like, not know that it. Playoffs are not right. in the mix for right. any sport. They're not in there. But right. there are other people that could have, you know, you could, you know, well, mention LeBron. if you start talking about, like, playoffs. But sure. a whole season long, you know, individual statistics, James Harden killed it.
0: But you can give it to LeBron mm-hmm. every year, though. That's the thing. Yes. He's mm-hmm. always in the conversation, yes. and he's never not going to be in the conversation. You could always, he's the safest bet for MVP every year. Right. But the safe bet isn't always the best one. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's like a two or a three, but I definitely think Anthony Davis deserved to be where he was, and I think Mm. James Harden... I love AD. Oh, me too. I think James Harden deserves it way more than anyone. Look at... I mean, if you look at the playoffs... And look at how many
2: times James Harden was right there, and then Steph won it. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, he kind of was that Yeah, this was his
0: year for sure. And
2: he said, I don't know if I'm buying this, but he said that he didn't have a speech really prepared because he wasn't sure if he Mm. was actually going to win. Over... Over... Uh, And over who, yeah. who and i was like i don't know but that suit you're wearing it looked pretty much like you knew you're gonna be on stage. like you knew you're gonna be <laughs> accepting yeah absolutely um i don't know like yeah LeBron how do you could, lebron could win it every year but
0: but they don't give it to lebron every year because no. why would they give it to lebron every year that's not interesting or well how do you fun. guys feel
3: about his comment about not needing anything else on the team to win next year like he believes that they're ready to go and they're stacked <laughs> how, what is your thoughts on that comment Cause that's a pretty bold
2: statement they I'll let you take it
1: first. Yeah, that <laughs> might be say. a little...
0: I definitely think that he's right. I definitely think if they keep doing what they're doing, maybe add just different pieces. Maybe the mm-hmm. talent level can be the same, but mm-hmm. it's just different pieces. Maybe a better three-point shooter or someone who yeah. can defend better. But... I mean, it kind of feels like a little sly-like, because, you know, Houston's still going after LeBron.
3: Yeah, but also... Yeah. Which is
0: like, oh, we don't need anything CP3 else. CP3 is uh,
2: injury-prone, injury-prone, even from the Clippers.
0: Like it's he's amazing
2: not, the contract that CP3 yeah. wants, though. Like, I'm sorry, I don't know if I want to see... But is, is he
0: reliable? I, I don't,
2: I, I, do I want to no. see... Chris no, Paul in a, in a jersey at 37? Like, I don't know if he's going to be able to, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like by the ch- time
0: he's done with his max contracts, he's going to be too old to do anything we for we all team. know in
2: every sport, the guys that get the five-year deal, mm-hmm. and you see them all the time. And, you know, the pitchers, and then all of a sudden you're going, God, I, you know, cut your losses. But the team doesn't want to, mm-hmm. you, know, so right. continue, you know, so they'll continue to play him. They continue to... Force the issue because the money, and then it just doesn't pan out. I mean, there's maybe what a couple here and there that work, but think about it. A lot of it has to do with even like, oh, uh, loyalty. You know, even mm-hmm. with Kobe, like loyalty to the player. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to give you. We want you to retire. Mm-hmm. You know, at, you know.
0: There's a lot at, of times though, mm-hmm. giving a max contract, giving a huge contract to a player doesn't work. Just ask, no. just ask sure. Chandler young, Parsons. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Ask Chandler Parsons. And a younger kid, yeah. I can get. I get it. If there's
2: mm-hmm. an upside potential, but I just, I have a problem with an, you know, a veteran. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, an older veteran that. I hate to say it, but you know, in your thirties, yeah. you're already considered he's old. He's going, in yeah, sports. I mean, of sure. And 37 years old, 38. Yeah. Well, and again, his injuries or his you're, injuries. you a role injuries, player, they're... but are you going to be contribute like you did, right? You know, five years ago.
0: No. Well, why do you think the Clippers didn't offer him such a right. huge contract? Because they right. knew, okay, by the time this max is done, this five year max, he's going to be in his late mid thirties. Mm-hmm. We don't want a player like that stuck right. under contract. Right. We know, and because we know that players going to get injured every year. Right. If you look at the Clippers history, all right, if you just Take a little, a short dive back. You'll see... (laughs) This is your
2: soapbox when it comes to (laughs) Clippers.
0: You'll see one, one, every around... December. I didn't even have to check the news. If it was December, Blake Griffin was hurt. Yes. That's how December worked. Yeah. Right. And by the yeah. time January rolled around, they were okay. And somewhere in that little area, definitely the playoffs. Don't forget about the 2016. playoffs. Oh, 2016. Okay. <laughs> hurt. Yep. Injury. Oh, yeah. Something. His and this one, too. Hamstring. hamstring finger, it's always a whatever. hamstring. And I
2: hate hamstring injuries. I can't. They, they frustrate me. Because yeah. you just should not. Yeah have a hamstring injury. That means that you're not stretching. It means you're not... You know what I mean? It's like... It's
3: like a very juvenile injury. Yes. Yes. And
2: it's something that you can't do anything. Sure. You You just have to rest. And... It's something that uh, the Clippers know is that Chris Paul and I'm not like you know starting anything, but everyone knows that he was part of the problem
0: why that dynamic did not work. Yeah. because Chris mm-hmm. Paul and DeAndre mm-hmm. and Blake could not get along. Sure. and hey. it was always Chris Paul. It's just it takes me back, and I know I've talked about it so many times before. I don't know if I've talked about it here, but I talk about this everywhere. It takes me back to this. Just it's this video of CP. And DJ has the ball, and it's the end of the game and the clippers are down by I think one or two. DeAndre has the ball with about point fift- point like I almost said point 15 like point I-, I can't remember, but it was less than a second left. DJ has the ball um, he's right under the basket, and it's just Chris Paul staring at him like put up the shot, screaming at yeah. him in his mm-hmm. face, and then DJ's just standing there like I-, I thought the game was over. I thought the clock expired. It was just, you could tell from that point that the dynamic was not good, the chemistry was mm-hmm. not there, and no, that this team wouldn't it's... do anything because they couldn't get past that hump.
2: We have Ashley already?
1: You do! Hi, Ash, hey. how are you?
2: How are you? Good. You look pretty and gorgeous, as always. Thank you. They, I, I have my headphones on. You can't see us, but we can see you. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I can't see you guys. I see uh, I don't know who that is, but hi. Hi. <laughs> so we got
2: Becky and David here as well, my co-hosts. We were just talking a little bit about the NBA Awards. I don't know if you watched those last night. I and did. And, you know, just interesting about mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year. And, you know, what is your, you know, we'll jump right into it, Ashley. What are your thoughts on Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons being a true rookie, even though he did get hurt his First true year. What are your thoughts on him stealing that award?
1: You know, he earned it. He had right. a great season with the Sixers. But one thing that I, I do want to mention as I'm getting re- ready for my show that I'm doing um, in a couple minutes after this is the fact that, you know, he kind of did not perform the way I wanted to see him against the Celtics. He did have one point in one of those games. Yeah um and it's just interesting even not even talking about about those (laughs) can you hear me no
2: we're talking about but you know we were talking about but it's never about the playoffs it's about the regular season (laughs) that's a good point that's a great point but isn't that funny though Um, that you always want to kind of consider that as well playoffs but unfortunately they don't include that
1: i'm sorry i'm having trouble hearing you it's kind of going in and out for some reason
2: can you hear me now? I feel like the yeah. commercial. Can yeah. you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, a lot, a lot of the times, you know, people want to say that playoffs should be a factor, which I believe so as well. But, you know, you could make the case for MVP with James Harden, LeBron, and what you're talking about with Donovan Mitchell and Ben yeah. Simmons.
1: I enjoyed it. I mean, and and that's that's the the crazy thing is why these awards need to be done right after the regular season Um, Mm -hmm. is the fact that Uh all the hype is going on right then and there. Right. And then you see the coach of the year. He gets fired, but he gets the award for coach (laughs) of the year. You see an MVP who, two MVPs who don't make it into their conference finals the way Mm -hmm. that Jason Tatum did. Right. And those two win it. And then you see an MVP who once again can't make it to his conference finals and gets, you know, beaten by the Warriors. So it's just kind of interesting to see how that works. I really hope that they do change it. But again, Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, it was very close. They both deserved it. I, I enjoyed them kind of just, you know, brushing all of it off at the end. They both, You know, they congratulated each other, gave each other a hug. So I think that was um, a nice little touch. It was genuine. So it's just – it's all for fun. You know, when they're they're talking back and forth, it's all fun. But um, Donovan Mitchell definitely made a case, and he did what I don't think most people thought he was going to do this season. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, Ben Simmons, he deserved it. He's an all-around great player, not just uh, – I mean, he needs to work on his jump shot, obviously, but um, he's pr- pretty good with uh, everything else in terms of being down low, passing to his teammates. So he's one of those guys that I'm really excited to see down the road. What did you
2: think about James Harden and his – His speech, you know, he said actually he wasn't prepared because he didn't know he was going to win. But with that suit and, you know, bringing mom on uh, stage, I kind of think he knew he was going to get that award. (laughs) He knew.
1: I think everyone knew. I mean, LeBron James knew because he didn't even show up up to those awards. Um, So everyone knew it was James Harden. His whole team was there to support him. So there was no doubt in my mind that he didn't know. I mean, he showed up the way he did, obviously, in, uh, in great fashion. Um, it was very interesting to see some of the fashion. They all kind of had the same sort of trend and, like, tone um, to their outfits. I thought it was actually really interesting. But James Harden knew. And then that brings me to my next point is, is the Oklahoma City Thunder had three guys who were MVPs yes, now. And know. James Harden was also a sixth man of the year. I so, know. So, wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's something I'm missing here, uh, if they're choosing the wrong guy to, to move forward with, not to mention Victor Oladipo they also took him away to get PG13 yep. so who won most improved player so that was just i'm kind of wondering what they're doing they're probably scratching their heads right now like mm-hmm. did we make the right choice with Russell Westbrook but um uh, all in all James Harden knew and he deserved it he really did he played he played he balled out this season he really did and
2: speaking mm-hmm. of the thunder PG like does mm-hmm. he stay in Oklahoma City or does he Take his talents to L.A. Like, it, there's so many things to discuss here. This He knows what he gets, right, Ashley, when he's staying with the Thunder. Yeah. Um, does he want that same team? Or does he want to try and, you know, take
1: it somewhere else? This is what I think he's going to – what's going to happen. Um, I think, you know, LeBron's probably going to opt out on Friday. And I think everyone's kind of just waiting to see, mm-hmm. like, what LeBron wants to do. or I They're know. trying to figure out, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> who's going to go – who's going to go where. Um and with Paul George, you do kind of know what you're going to get. And Mello's staying there. I'm not too impressed with Mello right oh, now. I'm not a He's fan at all. Too oh. stubborn to come off the bench. Um, there's a lot of different elements going on within that organization that I feel like Paul George is kind of like, eh, do I really want to stay there? But then the Lakers, I mean, they're still up and coming. They still got work to do. But I trust Magic Johnson to be able to turn that that thing around over there. Um, but Depending on what they what they can get. So they're going to have to figure out certain trades, obviously, mm-hmm. and who are they going, if Paul George goes there, and let's say LeBron goes there, or whoever, Kawhi, which mm-hmm. I don't think is going to happen anymore, right. it just depends who else they're going to try to bring there, and then who they're going to get rid of. So it, th- this is the most exciting part about basketball. I mean, the finals were kind of a disappointment, the playoffs were, but this season yeah. has been this, nothing this- but drama, and it's just been so exciting to watch. And PG,
2: I mean LA would be home for him, Ashley. So that's you know when he it's wanted left. to leave Indiana, that was another time that he mm. said I'd love to go to Lakerland. Mm. And the Lakers do have the money, yeah. as we know. Mm. And but does he want to go to a team that is going is young, but still has to mm. I mean, let's give them two more seasons at they least got and a rebuild. Lot to rebuild? Right, LA. they have a lot to do. And does he want they to do that? Do. You I know, would actually love to see him back question. in a Pacers uniform. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> to see him back with the Pacers and how well, I mean, that mm-hmm. team's already, I mean, look how they would, that's the one yeah. team that could have actually yeah. stopped Cleveland. We're in for Cleveland. next season. So. You're right. Mm-hmm. And to see him in a yeah. in a Pacers uniform, yeah. actually.
1: I think so. I mean, I don't think he's going to go back there. But, I know. You know it would be Pacers neat to see that. the Pacers another team. <laughs> um, you know, they got rid of my boy, Lance Stevenson. Like, right. he's been so loyal to that organization, and they decided to to not keep him. So that was kind of upsetting. And then Paul George obviously made a statement about that saying, Oh, I'm the bad guy (laughs) for wanting to leave this organization to go and play for the thunder. Um, So I think that's just just another element is that these guys need to make decisions of what works best for them. Mm -hmm. And if Paul George wants to go to LA and he wants to be a part of the rebuilding process, unless they can get some other guys there, that's going to be totally his decision, obviously home for him. Um, there's a lot of things to really think about right now, but you know, who knows Oklahoma city thunder could maybe make a push for it, but you can't be losing the first round of the playoffs to Donovan Mitchell in the jazz. <laughs> and you just, you, that just can't happen again.
0: Yeah, no, they had a, they had a super team and they just kind of blew it, which was they did. a terrible thing. I mean, you know, speaking wow. of the beginnings of building a super team, we had the NBA draft on Thursday. Mm. Which the Suns had the first pick, and they picked, of course, DeAndre Ayton. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I love it. Well, I'm a little biased. You're friends with him, (laughs) so it's automatically not fair. But you know, I have covered this guy. I had him in my studio actually, right when the NCAA tournament had ended. Um, You know, he left Arizona. And he came out here to, you know, stay with his mom for a little bit because they, they were here even before he decided to go to Arizona. Um, Phoenix was kind of like home besides the Bahamas where he's from. But I thought it was a great a great pick. I mean, you can't pass DeAndre Aiden, and the Suns loved him. Um, talking with, you know, the GM, Ryan McDonough, he was blown away by his workouts. I mean, compared to some of these other guys, I mean, you got Marvin Bagley, you got Mo Bamba, you got Jaron Jackson, mm-hmm. who all came in for workouts who are all strong big men. Um, Who can obviously play the game, but DeAndre Ayton is one guy that really blew them away during the workouts, and he's a guy that can perform right away. He's he's strong, his athleticism, his size. Um, He is does kind of remind me of like a true center, even though he didn't really play that position in college. He was more of a power forward, Mm. so it will be interesting to see the dynamic of what. They decide to use him as but as you know that the NBA is kind of like a positionless style of basketball now where these bigs can can go to the perimeter and shoot and shoot threes or they can defend the perimeter so I I think his experience playing power forward kind of gives them a little bit more versatility with him to be able to play him at a four or five so um, I thought it was a great pickup he's gonna play very well with Devin. He's already friends with a lot of those teammates, with his teammates now. Devin, uh, T- Josh Jackson. I know yes. they've been friends. Mm-hmm. I really think that's
2: that, Ashley. That Devin Booker and Josh. That's that's really going to complement them. Mm-hmm. You almost got that one-two punch yeah. now with, uh, especially with Devin Booker.
1: Mm-hmm. You do the Shaq and
2: Kobe. Yes, it is <laughs> exactly, exactly.
3: Well, Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Becky Ashley. Now Hi. I want to know who are you most surprised with? I mean, we, this was a, a pretty heavy draft pick. Who do you think is going to impact their team the most? I know we just talked about the Suns, but who, who did you really like?
1: Well, obviously Deandre Ayton, but but yeah. um, Mo Bamba. Yeah. I'm big oh, yes. on Hulk Mo Bamba. Horns. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. He is a beast, a seven foot 10 wingspan. And he's been working sure. on that three point shot. Yeah. Kind of scary. Uh, <laughs> He's going to be alongside Aaron Gordon, which is going to be yeah. really fun. You know, that guy likes to dunk. And then, you know, Mobamba is obviously all about his dunking. But, um, you know, a lot, something that a lot of these bigs do kind of have um, that, that's kind of similar is defensively they're not super strong. But their game offensively is damn near perfect right. if, if you look at it um, from what they can bring. Very, you know, versatile style big men. But uh, defensively is kind of a question mark, but I think that Mo Bamba, his ceiling is off the charts. If, if you go back and look at some of his highlights, his dunks, mm-hmm. is just unre- unreal. Quick mm-hmm. reaction times, his awareness on the floor. He's an outstanding rebounder. Um, he could do anything. And his shot-blocking instincts, I mean, if you like a nice shot-blocking, he's, he's the he's, guy to be able yeah. to you know, look out for. Uh, I mean, yeah, at right. Summer League, that's something we're going to see a lot of.
0: He's got that wingspan, I mean, right. for sure. But oh, I, just, yeah. I, was just, I was just wondering um, – what you thought about him? I mean, a lot of people thought he would go, you know, five to Dallas, mm-hmm. but they they picked mm-hmm. Trey, young Trey Young, and then Young, yeah, that, made that question whole Trade for Luka, yeah, yeah. and he went. And I'm just scared. Do you think he's mm-hmm. going to go the same way of Jonathan Isaac last year, a good college player mm-hmm. that got picked by the Magic and has just kind of fallen into nothingness, yeah. like Mario mm-hmm. Vazonia as well?
1: I don't, I don't think so. I mean, there's no, I don't think a seven foot ten guy where, or seven foot ten uh, wingspan mm-hmm. type guy can really not be able to have his game translate into the NBA. I mean, he converted 74% of his shots at the rim in college, um, didn't really have a ton of teammates that were very good. So just imagine when he's with some guys who've already been there, done that in the NBA, being able to facilitate him the ball, being able to stretch out the floor. Uh, You know, the college game is a little bit different than the NBA, uh, and I think that some of these guys can actually – translate their game and Mo Bamba is one of those I don't have any concern about him I mean just watching him oh mm-hmm. the workouts I've been seeing the getting posted his, his working on that three-point shot and he's also so smart I know his mm-hmm. interviews so are you, smart. he's
2: so articulate,
1: articulate so smart
2: yeah. I mean yeah I was like blown away by sure. his interviews
1: He is. And he really explained, you know, how he changed, you know, the mechanics of his shot. He explained like what he calls this angle. And then I think he moved it from like a 120 to like 105 degree angle or or something like that. Um, I have the interview actually up on my Instagram, but he was talking about that. And I just thought it was like, just interesting you know Mm -hmm. most guys probably just go through the motions like okay this is what i gotta work on he's actually like no like i want to understand why we are changing certain parts of my game like that because that's Mm -hmm. hard when you're shooting a certain way your entire career and you come in and you say to yourself yo like i need i need to make some changes if i want to make it in this game and we all know that shooting is a big component of the nba Mm -hmm. now you can't just be down low you got to be able to Uh shoot so um give him credit for that
2: Now, Ashley, the Suns, you know, they had that aggressive trade for um, Villanova Star Bridges. Did you have any? (laughs) I know you like him, too. (laughs) What did you hear from the Suns organization about him before? Did you know that they were going after him? Or is he someone that was kind of lined up on on their draft board?
1: To be honest, I think everyone was pretty shocked. I do know that they they did want him um, in, in terms of what he brought to his team before that, like at Villanova. You know, Ryan McDonough did talk a little bit about that. He didn't really know what he wanted. They were trying to draft. They were trying to trade up to get an earlier pick, um, and it just didn't fall into place that way because he was talking about how stressful it was after they choose chose DeAndre. They knew like we're going with DeAndre. Everyone knew, right? Um, and then they tried to you know, trade down, they couldn't. Um, so I think they made a really good deal with the Sixers to get Mikhail Bridges. And he did talk about the fact that this dude won two national championships at Villanova. Mm. And I had asked him, you know, I said, what are you going to do to, you know, bring that style of mindset, that winning mentality to the Phoenix Suns? And, you know, he said, you know, most people don't understand, like, what it really takes to, to go to get to win you know to win two you know most people can't even say they've won one and the fact that he won two he's going to be bringing that style of mindset to the phoenix suns which they need um and i I think he's going to be able to turn it around because you saw what he did at villanova he might not be as big as some of these other guys who got drafted in the top five but uh, he's someone who's definitely versatile can uh, defend he's good offensively and um, he's not he's not afraid to be out there and play so I think it was definitely a good pickup for them. Mm.
2: How was the energy? You were at the Suns draft party. How mm-hmm. was the energy? I mean, because y'all have really made some vast improvements that can make you guys now a playoff mm-hmm. team, a contender. I'm mm-hmm. sure everyone mm-hmm. was just – it was a good night for the
1: Suns. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, you know, watching everyone get so excited. It was the first time in history they had the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Um, it was It was a long night, though. I mean, we were there for from like uh, three – or yeah, three o'clock until around like 1030, 11 o'clock. Yeah, so it was it, a yeah. long it night is long. because the Suns had a ton of draft picks. I mean, yeah. I think their last draft pick was at 59th. So we had to wait for the press conference um, all the way through basically the whole draft. Um, but yeah, it was really exciting. And I do think a lot of people were a little bit um, shocked with some of the, the picks at what did they have the number 31 or was it 31? They had the, the pick. Um, they, they chose the guy from France. I think that was a little bit of a shock. I was hoping that they would choose Jalen. I thought that'd be really cool. if They can bring in two Villanova guys. Um, and I know that they were pretty high on Jalen and Aaron holiday. Uh, I, I think if um, Aaron holiday might've still been there, they might've gone for him. Um, he was one of those guys. They really did like, I think they brought him back twice. So, yeah, the energy in there was obviously amazing. Um, It was just so much fun to see the excitement of Suns fans because that's something they really need to build in Phoenix is a culture. And that's why they chose DeAndre Ayton. And obviously, he's a great player. He's the best in the draft. They had to go with him. There was no doubt in my mind. But if you think about it from a marketing perspective, there is no better fit in this draft than a guy like DeAndre Ayton who went to U of A. So they're going to, for games, they're going to bring people up from Tucson wanting to support him. He's lived out in Phoenix for the long, the longest time, from from what I know. From from now, um, he played at high school here. He actually played against Marvin Bagley. So hometown you know, he's kid, been out
2: here. People so. love the hometown kid mm-hmm. for sure. They
3: do, yes. Well, we want to shift the attention onto you for a minute. Okay. How is it being a woman in a male-dominated industry? You obviously are very experienced, and I, I just, I guess, personally for myself, I just want to know how do you keep yourself relevant? How do you keep yourself you know, in this, again, when you're in this industry that's just so, you know, tough, if you will, mm-hmm. what are your techniques for keeping yourself ahead of the game?
1: Oh, I'm going to have to warm up for this one. Um, <laughs> um, girl power. Yes, yeah, girl power. Exactly. You know, we had to ask
2: you this, Woo. Ashley.
1: It's, you know, we and you have talked about this before. It's, you know, pretty, it is difficult um, because. Not only are you expected to look good but you better know just as much as everyone else and and more I mean the, the, I think we are held to a higher standard yep. or, or a higher expectation mm-hmm. Um, If you mess up something, it's like, Oh no, like she's a girl. Of course, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. one little slip up. It could be like just misspelling something or autocorrect. And you know, they're on your, they are on you about that. So, Oh, she's a girl. She doesn't know anything. Or if I have an opinion that's different, they always have to say, Oh, go back to the kitchen. So that kind of stuff is still there. um, Unfortunately, but with me, I think it's just having thick skin. And I I tell people this all the time is you're going to have people that that don't like you regardless of what you do. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just, you need to just know how to drown out the noise. And sometimes it's hard. I mean, there's been some hurtful things. There's been, um, people who just assume that I'm where I'm at because I do certain things. And that's another stereotype that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Cause all the women that I've met in this industry have earned their right to be there. They've worked mm-hmm. hard, endless hours, um, you know, working their way up. So yeah, it's, it's difficult, but you know, staying relevant is being consistent with what you do, making sure you're constantly posting on, on, you know, social media has been a huge platform for me is just being consistent, um, taking pictures, being in the studio, producing content um, and just trying to just, you know, make your way and make connections. Relationships are, I think are the, the number one thing in this yeah. industry. Um, and it can make or break you if you don't have, you know, those relationships, because that that's where you get the jobs is, someone who refers you or someone who has faith in you, who's worked with you before, who knows someone. So relationships are so huge. And especially I think girls need to stick together a little bit more. Um, And I feel that a lot of girls also tend to see each other as competition. And it's something I've ran into in in recent weeks is I'll walk in somewhere and I'll smile and say hi. And some girls will just, you know, kind of roll their eyes. And um, to me, like, that's that's not okay. Like, I, I know that we are, it's competitive out there. But and there's I enough know space we-
2: for all of us, because you and I talk- spoke about this, Ashley, like we should be supporting yeah. each other because there's enough space for all of us and me and Ashley I met hit- and we hit it off right away. We were mm-hmm. um, introduced by Arash, actually, and Marchese. Amazing. And, but there's so many times where, I mean, she's not, you know, she's telling the truth that there's a lot of women who will try to bring you down. The lo- majority of yeah. the people that brought me down when I was the first female scout were mm-hmm. females. They were not men.
3: That's what I'm saying. They're so Like you were saying about the stereotype. I just, I don't get it because you don't really see that with men. Maybe we do, but we don't. Yeah. It's not on the forefront, but it is with women. It's so competitive and people
2: are just but it doesn't have to be like that because everyone Um, has a
3: voice everyone that's why I wanted to know your techniques is that I think that that's truly what sets women in this industry apart is how do you do it what are your techniques for being successful and you clearly have done that so thank you for sharing that with us so much
1: of course, I could talk about it all day, yeah, for days, and <laughs> I'm sure you guys do too. It's, it's hard, but you know we all need to to stick together for sure. Yeah.
2: Now, Ashley, tell us where we can find you, and you know, so people can you know, see all the great stuff you're doing. I know you're going to be at Summer League, and we'll be at Summer League, so we'll see you there. But um, <gasps> Yay! yeah, but just you know, people want to know because you are very knowledgeable. You're great as a guest, so Thank tell you. you know everyone where they can find you, um, and for people in um, the Arizona area as well.
1: Yeah. You can follow me at Ashley Neville on either Twitter or Instagram. I also have a YouTube channel. If you just, you know, type in Ashley, you, you could find the the link on my Instagram page, Facebook at Ashley Neville, LinkedIn at Ashley Neville. You can't really go wrong. Just Ashley Neville. Perfect. Make sure that the spelling is spelled right. Cause yeah, Perfect. it's pretty, pretty easy to find me.
2: Well, thank you so much for coming on my friend. I appreciate it. And, you know, I'm excited for your sons. You know, I think yeah. it's a, a lot of, uh, you know, yeah. promising uh, future now for it's the It's going to be sunny in uh, Phoenix I this know. fall. It mm-hmm. is. It's going to be hot out here. And then we'll see you uh, in Vegas, and we'll you know, get a drink or go eat or something.
1: Of course. Okay. I would love that. All right. Thank you guys so much for having okay, me. Okay, thanks, Thank honey. you. Bye.
2: Bye. She's awesome, huh? Amazing! Oh my gosh, she's so great. She's
3: yeah. so level-headed. Get it, neville level.
2: Ah! Oh my god! Uh, where's the little all <laughs> right, all right, for days. All right. Yeah, thanks for bringing her on. She was great. Yeah, I just think you know it's important. Um, and David, you you will agree with this, you know, oh, for sure. But that it's it is important for us to highlight females on this show as well. I mean, me and Becky are obviously females, and it's good mm-hmm. to show that they, you know, even though you would think you know we're in 2018, we're still paving the way oh, for like so for, for females to be able to. Not just be in sports industry, but actually be credible, knowledgeable, respected, and you know, oh, be able so to true. kind of just don't see us any different. You know right. what I mean?
0: Just part of it's just part of, well, just, part
2: of the media. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very or any sports. You know, front office yeah, I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately,
0: I mean, the whole kind of stereotype around sports throughout history and it's still very much apparent is sports sports is for guys like that's what a lot of people say and then when girls try to come out and say oh like I can talk sports too then all Mm -hmm. the guys are like well well, no no you can't Mm -hmm. but yes they can right it's and Like a
3: one-upmanship, you know. Yes, it just feels mm-hmm. like no matter whether you're female or male, someone we have the females trying to one-up us in right. some other. Comp- and Becky, you
2: know, I'm sure you've been in a bar where a guy's like jawing off, and mm-hmm. then you start saying something, and he'll think, "Oh, you're a girl; you don't know anything." And then you'll just run him over, and then you're like, especially with hockey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's amazing, you know, because there's just because you're a man doesn't mean that you know sports. Oh, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. But it is,
2: but it is true what she said. Mm-hmm. If you do make a mistake as a female, yeah. it is magnified. It's amplified. Yes, it's like one little tiny thing you say, but wrong. guys. In the industry can make, yeah. I mean, well, they can, people they people can make mistakes all reason. day
3: long, and right. it's it's. Fine. I feel like it's shifting though. I mean, I definitely no, there's more and more women. I mean, there's more and more opportunities. I, just, I think that things are moving in the right direction. I hope so. so. And I think
2: it is still evolving and changing, but you know, just like being at Radio Row at Super Bowl, like mm, I would go sure. through there, y'all. It was five percent females. Majority is mm. all men. You know, like it's people. still, yeah. and mm-hmm. I. It's bad that I can say I'm just kind of used to seeing that, mm-hmm. you know. But it should eventually. Start to change, and like she yeah. said, it's very much so is supporting each other because females tend to I be agree. more competitive than males. Yeah. That's the fact.
3: Yeah. Well, and it's like anything else in the entertainment industry. Everyone has a different look, a different personality, yes. a different skill, different
2: niche, yes. everything. Yes. The way they deliver things, all you know, it's completely yeah. different. But for some reason, females tend to very much so. I maybe because yeah. they think there's only. You know, x amount of jobs. There's not enough jobs for mm-hmm. females, mm-hmm. but I still this. I think that space. that's exactly what mm-hmm. it is. We're
3: already just having to claw our way to get in. Yeah. Once you get there, it's like, well, I don't want. It's territorial for sure
0: mm-hmm. so I mean I mean you can look at it in the sports broadcasting world but also mm-hmm. in just like the main sports world I mean teams like the Spurs mm-hmm. you got Becky Hammond right. coming up could be the first female head yeah, coach and, which um, so and I love her which is amazing and she's yeah. the thing is she's so knowledgeable and she's been in the same organization as pop who is probably mm-hmm. and one if one of pop's gonna hire you time,
2: mm-hmm. what is that what does that you says right a lot right. she
0: knows the game so well mm-hmm. and she has such a great coaching IQ right. and could be Possibly one of the best coaches. I would through, love to, to like see coach of her of year. Coach. I,
3: That would be groundbreaking, yeah. and it right? is, it's it's going to happen. It I would think show people just, right. too
0: that oh yeah, yeah, they can do it just as happen. well. And as even guys female
2: guess. refs, though, they get a lot.
3: Of, they oh, get. A, oh, gosh, I mean, gosh, you I know the
0: Chris s- Paul stuff. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even so, truth be
2: told, even though there's, you know, they're. Even the refs, they get it. I mean, I think they actually yeah. get it worse than, like, we anyone. They get it. Like the, from, the, from the players. Because
0: the players, don't, yeah. they don't think they're credible.
2: No. Mm-hmm. They go, remember, oh, you not- And remember LeVar Ball getting on that yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and it starts to turn mm-hmm. and shift, and it's... Yeah. Uh,
3: well, so like- we've just identified why we have to claw our way into this world, <laughs> because it's just, it's about the credibility, and that's why I wanted to ask her, like, how does she stay relevant and credible, because that's just so much about what we as journalists have to try to... Always do at every point, you know?
2: Right, and you experience it when you're even on the red carpet, right? When you're trying to, like, if you're a man, -hmm. a man's next to you and you're trying to get an interview, it's kind of like, oh...
3: I'm the kind of person, though, even at the NHL Awards, like I made friends with the Washington NBC guy next to me. It was a male, and, right. I, and I made friends with him. And I just think that part of it is just who you are. Like, I don't go on to the, the attack, you know, when Either I'm in I. these environments. I I'm, try to make friends I, with everyone. Yes, I introduce mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. And that's why when she talked about networking, I was like, that's so true. Networking is everything. It's, it's
2: everything. And I know, yeah. you know, it's not fair maybe in certain situations, but I'm not saying they're, you're going to get the job, but it opens doors. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, absolutely, you know, a of of and a lot of it. It's I true. mean, and it's not just with us. Mm-hmm. You know, think about a coaching staff. When a guy is, you know, gets the new head coach mm-hmm. for organization, who do you think he hires? Mm-hmm. His friends. Sure, he hires his friends, his group. You know, what I'm saying a lot of the assistants yeah. who are, you know, currently in that position know. Oh, he's going to bring in his own people. Yeah. I mean, everything is about relationships favors I mean, you know what i mean yeah. there's a lot of, and it's just being
3: relatable i mean like i said i just had such a good experience with like ov's publicist on the carpet yeah. because i remember being in that moment like oh should i ask but i was like no i'm gonna ask you know i think it's just you t- you you conversate you ask yeah. you talk
2: and and you know what the worst thing they can say is no, no so just exactly. be aggressive yeah i always oh tell God. females just go after it be, and, aggressive. You know, be aggressive and hustle yeah. like you grind even to you know to this day i still grind you have yeah. to and you can never get complacent yeah. you know than anything you know the minute you get complacent because there's someone on your tail somebody will take that mm-hmm. job yeah. so you, got, you know and there's a lot of females we know that are in higher positions and who are on air and they'll get complacent and all of a sudden you don't see them anymore yeah
3: but i mean you're a perfect testament to that too you've had some really unfortunate things happen to you right. being a female in this industry right. you created your own content you have your own show now and right. it's just growing and growing and I mean it's just it's you're an inspiration already to so many people and I, I just it makes my heart happy because yeah, women it's good it's are, good. It's nice are that, hustling. So we've
2: got me and Becky and then and David. So it's, like, David a, it's like the really per, love it's like too. the Aww. perfect it's like the perfect <laughs> uh, chemistry. But yeah, it was great. So, you know, I think like you said, we're mm-hmm. gonna continue to have our guests and our even our bigger guests when we make our big announcement. Yeah. Um, but it is nice to get a female perspective every now and then. I don't wanna like you know, kind of think that they're different. But it is nice just to have that different kind of sure. um, variety on our show. Yeah. I our, like it. our our live chat loved her, too. Thanks, guys, for tuning in here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before we go, um, one thing I do want to talk about is Kauai. Um, Let's so he, talk
0: before, Kauai. Before because I know we only yeah. have a
2: couple minutes. But Kawhi did meet with Pop a week ago. And I was told from Inside Sources that it didn't go well, it didn't go yeah. like they thought it was going to go. Sure. And it was more of a formality, to, you know, coach and, mm. you know, player, disgruntled mm-hmm. mm-hmm. player to meet. And I think after the words that Pop said and Tony Parker said about the injury and how he kind of took his rehab outside mm-hmm. the organization and so forth – I just think it's you know when you can just tell that the mm. relationship is just kind of it's going to be cut. It's just <laughs> yeah, you could, I mean, it's done. You could I think. tell
0: when he was nursing that quad yeah. injury. Like right. you could tell. We that all know. And as a
2: player, you know, I've always really respected. I think it's the best, one of the best two way players in the game. I think the minute he was nursing that, we all know he's one of those players that wouldn't normally,
0: you know, you wouldn't no, do that because mm-hmm. he's such a he, he's just such a like a humble good person, right? And to do something like that, it's. You know it's it says something like he yeah. like he wants something and he wants out he's made it very right. clear that he wants out and the Spurs have made it very clear mm-hmm. that they're either going to keep him or he's going to go to the Eastern Conference right
2: I, I'm I, interested I, to see again it's like always about Lakers it's like yes.
3: Paul George Lakers LeBron oh, Lakers shut, Kawhi yes. like, I mean it's conversations
0: all, down with the Lakers it, it shut them down yeah yeah well I mean,
3: but but I just I, for me it's like I. How would how would you not want to play under Pop? Like I just don't I don't get yeah. it. I just but but why also do you want to keep a player there if he's so disenfranchised? It's only just going to toxify right the players if they and they the keep team. Him,
0: it's just gonna it's just gonna get worse and worse and sure. worse. You have to move on. You have to find up your new ties. player. Maybe a guy like Dejounte Murray could help. I know Lamarcus Aldridge is still doing his thing. He's getting up there in age though. Right. They just I mean could find... LeBron go to the Spurs. I mean before oh, people we were talking about that this. I mean morning. LeBron. I mean, Likes basketball IQ. Like yeah. Pop's we got the best We will find one out, out on
3: Friday. Isn't he? He's making... Did you guys hear that he's making his announcement on uninter- Uninterrupted? Also... Space Jam. Then he's going to have his movie premiere Let's, I trailer. don't want
2: to even talk about the Space Jam 2 because you cannot no. do... Space Jam again. Okay. But you also can't I mean, you're too young, David, to know but oh, Space, know Jam Space Jam was like Space Jam was like my life. Believe me. Yeah. I With
0: know Space Jam for Well, very Michael good. Jordan
3: will
2: not be watching that for sure. And he will with, not be. With Michael Jordan, I mean you just can't you know there's but certain
3: films you can't redo. I just also think like this is a serious moment. Like you're changing you're changing the 2018-19 season of basketball depending on where he yeah. he falls, and you're gonna follow it up with his movie premiere trailer. I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's just everything that's why Lakerland seems so perfect, right? right? Let's go to that's Lakers and then so let's walk down the red carpet uh, for.
0: Oh, it makes me sick. Right. There's just
2: so many
3: antics and business and it's, politics. I, I mean,
0: it was opened up from last year. This all this whole free agent thing, mm-hmm. free agency thing. Katie went to the Warriors, and everyone else was like, mm-hmm. "The next year, like, oh, I got to do something." You saw the super teams yeah. form it, mm-hmm. and now it's only going to get crazier. And I'm so excited for this offseason. You I have too. No idea.
2: I mean, this free agency oh. offseason is is actually more
0: exciting than
2: <laughs> I know. I just want ge- the playoff games and, and, and NBA finals than the finals. <laughs> Interesting. Well, okay, we will be back again next week's same time, same yeah. place. Um, you can find me at BJ Laughlin on Twitter and at Bonnie Jill on Instagram and Facebook and Becky Sotero. Yes, and Becky Sotero. And, mm-hmm. and that's it. Until next time we'll be talking a lot more <laughs> sports and we'll see you.
3: Nice Marissa. See ya. <laughs>